Hey mamas, I'm Alyssa, registered dietitian, picky eating specialist, and mama of two. You're listening to the Nutrition for Littles podcast, aimed at helping you raise healthy, independent eaters. Each week, we will tackle topics like picky eating, mealtime struggles, baby led weaning, and so much more. Let's jump right into today's topic. Hey, hey, you guys, welcome back to the podcast. Today, we are diving into why our little ones decide to stop eating a food that they previously liked. What is with that? But before we get to that episode, I want to thank you guys. Thank you for being here. Thank you for listening. Thank you for tuning in, subscribing, downloading, listening, all the things. And especially a big thank you to those who leave me a written review. I had no idea how important written reviews were before I became a podcaster myself, but they are truly the very thing that helps other people find your podcast. So thank you for taking the time to do that. It's completely free. If you haven't done that already, scroll to the bottom, leave me a written review. I would so appreciate it. And I want to read one from one of you today. So this one is from Anybeth333. Such great advice. Five stars. Thank you so much, Beth. I love the super practical and smart advice that Alyssa provides in these short but super informative episodes geared towards busy moms. Listening to this podcast and following her on Instagram has really made me change the way I look at feeding both my kids, especially my picky daughter. She constantly reminds me that what matters most is my kids' long-term relationship with food, not exactly what they are or not eating at one meal. Listening to this podcast and her other one, The Mama Well, has also made me re-examine my own relationship with food and look at how what I do and say might impact my children in the future. Beth, thank you so much for that review. That means so much to me. And by the way, if you guys aren't subscribed to my other podcast, yes, I have two. I have a problem. And I would say monthly, my husband has to talk me off the ledge of starting a third. So that one would be about homeschooling, by the way. So let me know if you'd like to hear that. Uh, Anyways, thank you so much for leaving that review. If you guys haven't already subscribed to the Mama Well, what a great little segue to do just that. I'll leave the link in the description box below. I want to hop in real quick and take a second to thank the sponsor of today's podcast, Dino Bars. Dino Bars are all organic fruit and vegetable bars that are wrapped in edible paper. Yes, you heard me right, edible paper made from potato starch. And what that means for you is that you can get all the benefits that come with a fruit and veggie forward bar without the mess. Insert praise hands here. But seriously, I was really skeptical about these bars. I thought they were going to be another kind of sticky, gooey mess that my littlest ones had trouble chewing. They're not like that at all. The kids love them, but I love them too. Not only because they taste delicious, but they have simple, balanced ingredients that make for a great option for nutrition on the go. Click the link in the description box below and use code Alyssa10, that's A-L-Y-S-S-A, the number 10, for 10% off. And don't you dare get a pack without my absolute favorite flavor, purple sweet potato raspberry. Okay, now back to the show. All right, let's get into this. So... This happens all the time, right, with our picky eaters, that they decide, nope, today I no longer like bananas. And you're like, you've liked bananas since the very first day you were eating. In fact, it was your first food, right? We have that experience. And sometimes we're just frustrated feeling like, but why, right? Like sometimes it feels like it would be easier if we knew the why behind it. And sometimes that is actually true. 
Anyways, that's a podcast for another day. But I want to talk about some of the reasons why your little one might be done eating a food for now. Now, just so you know, just because they're done for now doesn't mean they're done for good. So the only way that we can absolutely guarantee that our little ones will not eat the food again is to stop serving it. So do not stop serving that food. However, there might be a few little tips and tricks that you pick up in this episode for how to do that moving forward. Okay, so the top and probably biggest reason that I see that picky eaters drop a a safe food or a favorite food is because they're burnt out, especially when they're picky eaters and they're already circulating on very limited number of foods they're willing to eat that means we're serving it often because we want them to eat, right? And that leads to burnout. So if they get this food too often, they can actually burn out on it. So one of my top tips here is just try your hardest not to serve the same food two days in a row. So at least every other day is what we're looking for here. Okay, the next reason is maybe we're pushing a little bit too hard. Now, if you've been around for a while, you know that pressure doesn't work. In fact, I have an entire program dedicated to teaching you low or no pressure techniques to help your little ones eat more foods. And this kind of goes in that category. When we're pushing too hard, we're pressuring them in some sort of way. Maybe that's just by bribing, begging, pleading, even uh, praising them. All of this can come off as pressure for our little ones, trying to be part of the clean plate club, celebrating every bite, counting their bites, feeding them. All those things can come off as pressure. And so when we pressure them, they tend to like, whoa, what's going on here? And it might work for a while. I talk a lot about this, that it might actually work for a while. But over time, it can actually have the opposite effect and then be like this bigger hill we have to climb to get them back to eating those foods. So of course, there are low, no pressure techniques that I teach all the time, not only here on the podcast, but also in depth inside Table Talks. If you haven't checked that out yet, of course, I'll link it down in the show notes below as well. But that can be really helpful. All right. The next reason why they might be dropping a food is because they're looking for some sort of control. Now, I would say probably at least 50% of the time when I show up to my monthly coaching calls in my membership program uh, that's open just to table talkers, parents will say something like, I don't know what's going on. All of a sudden they were doing great and now they seem to be picky again. And almost 50% of the time, if not higher, I ask what's going on in your life oh, well, I just found out I'm pregnant or we're moving across country or we're now living with our in-laws or our in-laws are living with us or I don't know, there's like a global pandemic going on, right? There's something going on in our everyday life that our kid feels out of control around. And so sometimes when they're feeling really out of control in one area, they might try to control another area. Now, don't freak out. This doesn't mean that they're going to go really wild with like eating disorders necessarily, but this does mean that they're showing signs that they just want a little bit more control. So we can actually support them in that and give them options. I always recommend just starting with two options at first. Don't overwhelm them. So maybe at breakfast time, you say, would you like milk or water with your breakfast? That's a choice where they can exercise their right and their need to control things. And we can still have ultimate decision over what those choices are being given to them. As I always mention, I always recommend just giving the two choices that you're okay with either way. We don't want to go in with high hopes and they're going to choose one and not the other. And then if they choose one, we're like, actually, no, you're going to do this one and I'm going to trump you, right? We don't want to have that situation. So already be okay with the two choices you're going to offer. All right. The next reason why they might be dropping a food is simply that their tastes are changing. So did you guys know that our taste buds like change over every two weeks? I knew this like on some level, but I did a little research for this and I was like, 
what, two weeks? Like I knew it was relatively fast, but I was thinking like two to three months, maybe. No, no, no. Every two weeks, our taste buds are changing. Now there's still a lot of research to be done on taste buds and what exactly that means. And I don't know that it's like at the highest priority for our scientists to ask these sorts of questions, but it is important to remember as parents that our little ones are growing and developing and changing all the time and their taste buds are changing as well. They're going to evolve and change. And just like it is for us, there are some foods that just come in and out of favor throughout different seasons of our life. And of course, this is both good and bad, right? We know that what they're eating right now may not be the foods that they're eating in six months from now, or I guess even two weeks from now. That can be both good and bad, right? (laughs) Right now, maybe they're eating green beans, no problem. But in two weeks or six months, maybe they'll stop. But the opposite is also true. So we can still have hope in that as well. All right. Another reason why your little one has dropped one of their safe foods is that they're getting sick or maybe even just teething, which is hopeful as well. So while they're getting sick or teething, they may drop some of their favorite foods, especially if they're a little bit more acidic or a little bit crunchier, a little bit harder to chew, uh, or if that food just doesn't sound good while they're sick. And maybe they're struggling with congestion, which is affecting their sense of smell. And our sense of smell actually makes up 80% of our taste then they're just not going to be interested in eating that food. Now, this is for a season. I have an entire podcast on how to feed our little ones while they're sick. So go and check that out if you haven't already. All right. And for the last reason that we're going to cover today, but by no means is this the last reason why this happens is maybe they had a bad experience with it one time and even just the last time. Have you ever had a watermelon that just doesn't taste right? Like it's a little too watery and not very flavorful. Or one time I remember giving my kids blueberries and they weren't eating them, which is so not like my kids and I actually tasted them and they tasted like dirt. I'm not kidding. They were gritty and dirty, 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 dirty tasting. And all of a sudden, it just made sense why they weren't eating them. This could be the case for your little ones. Maybe the last time they tried to eat this food, it was just a little off or sour or it had gone bad or a thousand different reasons why it was a bad experience the last time. And now they've just kind of made this decision that, you know what, I'm going to take a little break from that food. Now, instead of freaking out and trying to convince them that they should give it another try, instead, we just play it cool. We let them be. We let them experiment with saying yes and with saying no. So we give it some time. But here's what I did learn from that experience is maybe we should be taste testing our kids' food. Not all the time. I don't know if that's super realistic, but this is again why it's helpful to be eating with them the same food so we can know if this is just a little off and maybe it's not the best time to serve those blueberries. All right, you guys, I hope this episode was helpful for you. I hope you took away a ton of tips. And at the end of the day, this happens. Our kids go through different phases and cycles with foods. And even if you do not have a picky eater at home or they're no longer picky, this will still likely be part of their journey. This is all about still learning how to eat. If this is stressing you out, if this is worrying you, I've got resources down in the description box below. Please check those out because at the end of the day, even though they're dropping foods, it's going to be okay. And there are things that we can do to help encourage our little ones to try new foods. All right. Thanks so much for being here and I will catch you next time.
Thank you so much for tuning in today. I hope you're walking away with some tangible ways to bring peace to your mealtimes. And if you like this episode, please subscribe and tell all your mom friends. And as always, the best compliment you can give me is leaving a rating and written review, which also helps other mamas like you find this podcast too. You can find more from me on Instagram at Nutrition for Littles. Do you have a question you'd like me to answer on the podcast? Email me at alyssa at nutritionforlittles.com. All right, until next time, mamas.